0: We are joined in this half hour by the Director of the Office of Planning and Economic Development, Val Yiesel, is with us. Val, good morning to you. And uh, first off, I know that uh, we've had a lot of uh, issues as far as uh, pink slips going up for CWLP. I, I want to get started, though, with the status of the most recent rent assistance program. Where are we at with that?
1: Well, good morning, Chris. Um, with the rental assistance, as you know, we've been working with the Urban League as our partner in working with this. And to date, they've received about 662 requests for rental assistance from the this $400,000 that the city received through the CARES Act in CDBG funds. So currently, they have about 100 households that have pending applications for support. Um, Most of those are waiting on further documentation that is needed to fill out the the assistance forms. Um, When I spoke with them just the other day um, to check in to see how things were going, they just are asking that that clients be patient and make sure they have their documents prepared and ready when, when they receive a call. Um, and um, the other thing is that some people are having some difficulty with scanning um, or, or faxing information, you know, via email or fax, and so they have been allowing some of those folks to deliver documents to the office. So. Uh, I applaud the Urban League for everything that they're doing to try and assist and get these funds out there. Uh, as a reminder, it's up to $1,000 per household, and we're hoping we can help 400 families with our $400,000.
0: Val, what, what about uh, you know the latest on evictions with the Centers for Disease Control coming out and saying that basically no evictions to the end of the year? Have the state and the city programs matched that, or are there still going to be evictions at the end of this month? Well,
1: you know, I think we're still waiting to hear uh, the final word on that. Um, I know I've been in close contact with the uh, Landlord Association here in town, and um, I know they're trying their very level best to work with um, folks, and, uh, you know, if they can just get them, you know, committed to working with them. um, You know, we're hoping this will work out, but, you know, it's (laughs) as you know with this whole thing, it's a day-by-day thing things change constantly. Val Yaisel
0: with us on WMAY at seven, ninety four seven, and 9.70 a.m. at 8.15. And, Val, that kind of leads into the next program that's available to businesses as far as utilities. Now, CWLP's disconnection notices are hitting the uh, uh, mailboxes last week and this week. What kinds of programs are available to businesses and individuals needing that utility assistance?
1: Well, depending on their um, – what they can um, – what can be allowed i mean i think there's lots of programs on the 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 webpage on our on the city's webpage on the cwlp page they have a multitude of programs so it would just depend on how they might qualify for many of those programs but the thing that i think um we want to try and remember is that the um utility has been reaching out to their customers uh, phone calls um um Uh, automated calls to encourage them to set up payment plans. They've been holding off on the disconnects until they've reached all of those customers that are behind on their bills. So what they're encouraging people to do, as scary as it is, to pick up the phone and call their uh, business office at 789-2030 and to set up a payment plan, I mean, last night at City Council, Doug Brown, the director for, CWP, for CWLP, explained to the City Council that they want to help. They don't want to turn off the utilities, but they need customers to call and set up payment plans.
2: Yeah, I think one of the uh, numbers he put out there was uh, $10 million is how much they had in uh, past due bills, Chris. Wow. That Correct. was brought up last night. We didn't get to on the roundup, but... They are starting to see uh, that the disconnect notice is going out, spurring some people to go ahead and start uh, paying their bills. Not everybody's going to be able to, but there is assistance through the uh, low-income heating assistance program, which is LIHEAP. uh, LIHEAP. Uh Yeah, and a variety of other types of programs. And uh, CWLP uh, talking about uh, working with um, ratepayers for payment plans as well. So there are options out there. Ultimately, the message was last night, if you get a pink slip that's a cutoff notice, Contact the utility.
1: Yep, right, exactly. As scary as that is, <laughs> all the utility—they're there to help. But
2: after the past five, six months, I mean, yeah. scary is a relative term now, right? Yeah. that's right.
0: <laughs> that's true. Val Yazel's with us on the Office of Planning and Economic Development in Springfield on, on uh, WMAY at ninety-two seven ninety-four seven and nine seventy AM. Val, will everyone who applies and meets requirements get assistance, or will there be not enough funds?
1: for which program are you talking uh,
0: the, about we'll, we'll talk about both the rent and the utility <laughs> assistance <laughs>
1: the rental assistance i'm afraid that the the um the need is going to surpass uh what we have available to us um, from the city yes mm-hmm. um That's that's a a challenge always. I I do know with LIHEAP, they just have a new round of funds. Um, I believe it was maybe three or four weeks ago. And so we're hoping that that particular uh, pot of money is going to be helpful uh, moving us forward. But there's no doubt that the need is going to surpass what, what we have available.
0: One of the things we've been talking about over the last few months is how important the next few legislative sessions and obviously this election more are going to be as to shaping how we come out of this COVID-19 pandemic. You know, from your standpoint, what types of programs does the city expect uh, from the fall veto session and from Washington to help Springfield people out even more?
1: Well, you know, we keep, again, this is one of those things where we keep giving differing um, opinions, differing um, uh programs out there and so it's unfortunately it's just one of those things that we're going to have to be ready to spring into action when something's brought forward so um you know we're we're hoping again that we can get assistance for the city itself for the municipality for all the funds that have been put forth but again we don't know that for sure so i i think the thing that uh city government's going to have to just remember is to be ready to jump when when things the opportunity get there <laughs> exactly and, and well,
2: Val and i don't know if uh, chris did you I, mean, I was working on something earlier but did you uh ask about uh, the office and whether uh just economic to that right okay now. right uh <laughs> well you know this is a this is a question that i'm sure uh, you've you've talked with others and, and alderman as well uh alderman proctor looking at uh, possibly uh eliminating the office of economic planning and development um what's your reaction to that and uh how important is that uh that office
1: well, the office is vitally important. We do specific um, functions for the city that is not done, you know, anyplace else. Um, you know, I have not seen the ordinance to date, exactly how everything's going to be structured. Um, you know, it's, it's one of those things that I think all of us want the same thing. We want a strong economy, and we want growth. But I think we also need to be open to new ways of doing business, um, look at other how comparable communities approach economic development. And um, as a capital city, I feel like we need to be a leader in what that means and how that can look. And again, I think
0: it's, it's important to note in all of this that Val is not some kind of career politician or anything like that. Val's a very, <laughs> very successful business person that uh, has lent her and skill to the, uh, the administration, what, late 2017, I think you took that job or? Uh, yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. right. So yes. so, so the, previously, before Val got uh, into government, which was only about three years ago, she was a very successful business person. And I think that that uh, kind of perspective is needed, you know, in this regard. And that's why it really surprises me that uh, it would come up. You know, I understand that the tough budget cuts have to be made, you know, with what we're dealing with. But I would think a, an Office of Economic Planning and Development would not uh, uh, be considered unnecessary. I would think you'd need something like that to go forward to compete with something some of these people, especially when given the fact that Springfield has been rated one of the highest places to be post pandemic.
1: I think right. the highest. And place thank you actually. for the compliment, <laughs> by
0: <Yeah>. the way. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, it's like, well, I've known Val forever, you know, but it's like, it's like <laughs> you've only been in government a couple, three years. So, anyway, listen, Val Yazel, thank you so much for your time. We really appreciate it. And again, if we have any updates uh, to any of these programs that we need to know about, please let us know first and we'll do the same, okay?
1: Absolutely. Thank you so very much for your time. Thanks, you Val.